This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good afternoon. I'm Ben Nully. The Senate Agriculture Committee will convene its first hearing in months tomorrow, and a longtime member of the panel says he wants to see similar action on one of his policy priorities. The committee is convening to consider climate legislation, but Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa says he wants to see more focus on his bill to address price manipulation in the cattle industry. I'm asking both Democrats and Republicans on the Agriculture Committee to support the Grassley-Tester bill and join me in requesting a hearing on cattle pricing uh, with the reauthorization of the livestock mandatory reporting on the horizon. It would be out of touch for Congress not to address this timely issue. He says Roberts does not favor his bill. And he hasn't only told me that, he's told other senators that. And I don't understand. they got to have a big cattle operation in Kansas. I don't know why he would be against... Uh, uh, 50% of the sales to uh, uh, to packing plants to be uh, negotiated uh, on a daily basis. I mean, 50% of a daily kill to be negotiated as opposed to uh, what, what is it nationally, about 20%. Tomorrow's Senate Ag hearing examines the Growing Climate Solutions Act of 2020. That bill was introduced by Democratic ranking member Debbie Stabenow of Michigan and Republican Senator Mike Braun of Indiana. It creates a USDA certification program helping farmers participate in carbon credit markets. Food and hunger organizations are calling on the Senate to act immediately to boost funding for the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program in the next coronavirus relief package. Luis Gardia is president of the Food Research and Action Center. He argues SNAP is one of the most powerful economic stimulus tools the government has against a down economy. During an economic downturn, each dollar of SNAP benefits generates between a dollar fifty and a dollar eighty in economic activity. And this is important because these funds are spent quickly and they turn over within the economy quickly and have proven impacts on the entire food chain, which we know are uh, have been very needed uh, throughout uh, the last several weeks. Frack wants to see the maximum SNAP monthly benefit raised by 15% and see an increase in the minimum monthly benefits. Here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Americans are awakening to the reality that protecting our food supply is part of our national security. Farm Bureau is proud to stand up for the women and men who work tirelessly to stock America's pantry. Learn more at fb.org. As producers battle with low commodity prices, trade tensions, and other circumstances from COVID-19, farm groups are launching a free online farm stress management course today. Farm Credit Council President and CEO Todd Van Hoos says the groups are excited to make the program available but wish it weren't necessary. The training itself is going to provide some skills to understand the sources and te- of stress uh, and techniques to manage it. It's going to talk about how to communicate in ways that reduce stressful situations, um, recognize the warning signs, uh, especially of mental health stress and even suicide, and provide advice on how to get help when you need it. Other organizations participating with farm credit include the American Farm Bureau Federation and the National Farmers Union. NFU's Mike Strands says having the training available for farmers will make a big difference. In addition to all the farm, the farm economy stress that's been out there because of the 
downturn in prices and in the difficult weather and just a series of events that have really impacted farmers. The past four months nationally on our whole society have been an isolating experience. That's so dangerous and so troubling. Strand says studies show 61% of designated mental health professional shortage areas are in non-metropolitan areas. Some 72% of the nation's corn crop is rated good to excellent. According to USDA's Crop Progress Report released Monday, that is higher than last year's number of 56%. Nearly 23% is rated fair and 5% is rated poor to very poor. About 70% of the nation's soybean crop is rated good to excellent compared to 54% last year. That's all for today's Drive Time. For the latest agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. I'm Ben Nolley.